0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in we're in Jonah three and it's kind of the crux of the whole story. And before we get started, let's go ahead and open with prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for this example. Of Jonah so that we can understand what it's like to, and we see ourselves in a prophet who hardens his heart, runs away from you, and then eventually has to go back and do what he's told. And Father, I just pray that our hearts and our minds would be, and our spirits would be open to you. I pray that we would fellowship with you today, that would bring you glory and honor, and that your words, your messages would be what we hear and what would help and impact and change our lives. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So we have Jonah spit up onto the beach, onto dry land, and he's now kind of the worst for for wear. And people ask me, why do I like the book of Jonah so much? And I just sit there and I think about it, Because Jonah is a lot like me or I'm a lot like Jonah. So Jonah, he hardens, you know, he's told to do something that he doesn't want to do. Nineveh was a huge city. It was a powerful city and it had wrought destruction on Israel at times. And most likely people he knew cared about and loved. And he didn't want them to be saved. He didn't want them to know about God's grace. He wanted them to suffer. And so he hardened his heart, ran away from God, wound up in an incredibly bad situation. And he endangered others by doing it. He's finally thrown overboard, sinking into his abyss. The world is closing around him. And he cries out to God. God sends a miraculous um, deliverance. And he then, at the end of that deliverance time, he gets vomited back up onto dry land and he's probably really worse for wear and he most likely if he's in a a stomach's fish or wherever he's probably now pretty pale he's probably gone through some pretty pretty amazingly bad scary terrible things and times and here he is the worst for wear having just endangered others and himself also, he didn't have to do what God wanted him to do because he had his own reasons, and his own, his own plan. And now, at the end of it, his only salvation was God, his only solution was God, and now he needs to be obedient to God and do what he was told to do in the beginning. And that just seems so many, so often like me. God tells me to do something, I'm like. I don't want to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to go do this. That of course leads to pain in my heart. And I keep hearing that voice telling me, you got to go and do it. You got to go and do what I've told you to do. And I'm like, no, And I'm hardening myself. And then I wind up in a bad place. I wind up, you know, not better off a lot worse. Usually I've either hurt people or I've hurt, you know, I've screwed something up for myself, whatever. And then eventually I have to go do what he told me to do, and so the lesson is, oh, and then after I do it, I usually pout, which is you'll read, you'll see that in Jonah four, where Jonah goes and pouts, and uh, I go and kind of pout a little bit for a while, and uh, that's why I like Jonah. Uh, You know, here's a guy who here's a prophet, right? He he heard God speaking to him all the time, and he went out and he. He preached, and people listened, and they gave him respect, and uh, yet here he was. He was running away, and then eventually in, in chapter 4, he pouts. After, after God's success, you know, God's will is done, he pouts. So let's go ahead and get started in, in uh, Jonah 3, verse 1. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city and proclaiming, Forty more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. So it tells you something. God really is speaking through Jonah. God is using Jonah. And if God wanted this message to be given to the Ninevites when he first told Jonah, then you could say, hey, you know, actually subtract the number of days Jonah spent screwing around running away and now subtract that from 40. But because it's God and he knows what's going to occur, he doesn't have to, you know, subtract or add or anything. But anyways, so there's great power in Jonah and his speech and his proclamation so much so that the greatest and the least of the population, a population that's huge, puts on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. That's pretty amazing, the king. That'd be like the president doing that. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh. It, and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. So, just like us, God is merciful. You know, God's merciful to us, and he, he was merciful to that entire city, that entire population. And we have to, you know, so Nineveh repented, and they were forgiven. They humbled themselves, they repented, and they were forgiven. And there was nothing else that they had to do. Which is an amazing correlation between us accepting Christ. Admitting we can't do it on our own. And then praying for his forgiveness. Admitting that Jesus is God and died for our sins. And And then we live for him. There's nothing else to do. So... I, I, this is why I just, I, I really like this book. And so anyways, with that, I'm not going to keep rambling and, uh, I'm just going to close this with prayer. Father, again, thank you so much. Thank you for Jonah. Thank you for your word and for making sure there's, there's evidence and there's stories for us to under, to use and to, to, um, grow by, to understand who you are. You show us in so many different ways, so many different versions so that, each person who learns, thinks differently can have a way in which to understand you. And I just pray, Father, that your forgiveness would be upon all of us. We're grateful for your forgiveness. We're grateful that you walk beside us, that the Holy Spirit is in us. And I just pray that today we would bring you honor and glory, that we do your will, and that we would make you happy. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy in His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.